Thank you for joining IAB There. Hi, everybody. I'm Brad Behrens, Editor-in-Chief here at the Interactive Advertising Bureau. Welcome to IAB There. Thank you so much for joining us. Today is Friday, September 25th. I am excited to let you know this is our 100th episode of IAB There, which is astonishing uh, for such a, a show that's been around such a comparatively short amount of time. Uh, that's a milestone for us. I want to thank everyone at the IAB and all of our guests for participating in this show for its brief history. 100 is a big number. Again, thank you for joining us. Our topic today, it is the preview show for Audience Week, which is happening next week. We're going to tell you all about it, about the importance of streaming, about why we decided to launch this event and what it's all about. I'm going to be bringing folks on. In fact, let's get our first guest on right now. Nina Munoz is the director of the Video Center of Excellence here at the IAB. Nina, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. So we've got uh, uh, quite an exciting uh, amount of stuff happening. Let's let's talk about the genesis of this event. And so uh, if I can bring up that one slide that I sent earlier, this is a slide from our sixth spend uh, study that we that came out uh, last month. What we saw in this is that you know about a month ago, seventy percent of buyers. Uh, we're we're still pretty uh, pretty uh, unsure about what was going to be happening in 2021. Uh, if you look uh, at uh, that 70 percent number again, the sort of ballparks either either not clear or no idea. Uh, and for September, that is an unusual number. Usually, I mean, you can confirm this if you can let us like that. That's a higher degree of uncertainty than we usually get. Is that a fair statement? It is, yeah, and I think uh, a complementary stat to that is, um, in a study done by Ad Perceptions, actually, they're seeing that when we're looking at pre-pandemic to where we are in current day, um, the planning cycles are just shrinking due to that uncertainty. So, as an example, for linear television, they were planning about five to six months in advance pre-pandemic. Um, fast forward to now, that time frame looks like a two to three month time frame. So, almost uh, cutting that time in half. And it's not just the pandemic. We also have a more divided society than we've had uh, pretty much any time since uh, possibly the Civil War. We're facing, uh, uh, you know, an extreme uh, economic crisis. So, uh, you know, the hits just keep on coming and it's harder and harder for uh, people to plan uh, in a dynamic environment. And in fact, that's part of why we're doing Audience Week uh, next week. So, Nina, can you, you know, help us understand what was the genesis of this event? It came out of the new fronts in the spring, but walk us through uh, why we decided to do it and what it's about. Absolutely. So I think you laid the groundwork really nicely in that in this time of great uncertainty, we want to equip the marketers and agencies in the world with the tools that they will need to effectively plan, activate, and measure um, for the rest of 2020 and going into 2021. And the reason why it's being called Reach Conference um, kind of goes back to some of the trends that we were seeing in the industry and specifically in new friends. I don't think it's a surprise to anybody who's probably listening right now that uh, media consumption has exploded during this time of the pandemic. We specifically saw huge increases in streaming TV behavior. And so just to provide a little context there, um, you know, in March when shelter at home uh, orders were given, 
we saw that uh, streaming was reaching 156 billion minutes the week of March 16th, and that was more than double the same time frame in 2019. However, as we continue to track that and, and looking into the summer months when restrictions were easing, we saw that that streaming behavior maintained these increased levels of consumption, so still being about 33% higher year over year. And so what do these trends mean for marketers? Um, they're definitely reaching existing audiences, but I think the more interesting point here is that they're reaching incremental audiences, audiences that are not able to be reached on linear television. And this is a trend that we heard a lot during New Friends. We heard publishers like Crackle Plus, Roku, uh, Condé Nast talking about their ability not only to provide incremental reach, but some of them were even going as far as guaranteeing that incremental reach, saying that wow, marketers yeah. would not have to pay for a household that they also reached on linear television. And so with these insights, we've kind of dubbed this reach conference. And throughout the week, we're going to be hearing from a lot of our partners on um, the trends that they're seeing and practical advice for how to plan, activate, and measure in these times. Well, this sounds very exciting. And uh, just to just to sort of repeat what I think I heard you say, which is uh, the the out the output from the new fronts. That's a whole lot of prepositions in there somehow. The output of the new fronts was not only can you find your television customers in streaming environments, but uh, and perhaps more importantly, you can find the customers you can't reach in linear in streaming environments. So uh, streaming not only amplifies what you can do in linear, but also captures uh, audience attention that you don't get in uh, broadcast and cable anymore. Is that a fair recount? Exactly. And, and I think just to compound that, it's that that behavior is accelerating even faster than we expected it to, uh, given just all the change that we've experienced in 2020. Yes, we, we, we've seen a just acceleration of trends uh, across the board. Uh, some people talk about leaping five years into the future, but we're not going to leap that far into the future. We're just going to leap to Tuesday. Uh, talk with me, please, about the first day of the REACH conference. Who, what are you excited about? Who's going to be there? Uh, and then for those of you uh, who, uh, particularly those of you on the agency side uh, or brand side who uh, have not yet registered, if you go to uh, iab.com slash REACH, once again, and they're on the screen, iab.com slash REACH, there's still time, but but Nina, who are you who are you excited about hearing from uh, on Monday? Excuse me, pardon me, uh, Tuesday, the first day of the conference. Yes. Um, so the way that the first two days of the event is structured is that day one will the overarching theme will be more centered around how uh, we can reach these audiences and planning. Day two will be more focused around activation and measurement. Um, and so with that kind of as the lens on day one, um, I'm super excited about the keynote that we have planned. It will be a fireside chat between IAB's David Cohen, along with Bob Backish, the president and CEO of Viacom CBS, and Tom Ryan, the CEO and co-founder of Pluto TV. Um, so this is going to be a really nice example of how, um, you know, I'll put it in quotes, the old and new are coming together to really tackle and innovate into the future. Um, for those of us who may not be familiar with Pluto, it is a free ad-supported streaming service. When you enter it, you get this TV guide-like experience where you can enter um, 
a multitude of the different channels that Pluto has created out of the content that they have. And what we'll, what we'll be seeing is that Viacom made the decision to acquire Pluto TV last year. And so we'll be hearing them talk about how these two companies have come together, what they're hearing from marketers right now, and how they're helping counsel them to uh, reach audiences in this cross-platform video way, how they can counsel them on their creative and things like that nature. So I think that is going to be a great one to, to kick off the day. Well, that sounds terrific. Anything else that you really want to highlight? I know that you're excited about the final session on day one, which I, we can chat about in a minute, but other, I mean, we're, we're excited for everyone to participate and we think that there's phenomenal value uh, in, in all of our participants. Anything that you're uh, thinking about over the weekend um, in particular? Yeah, I mean, I think throughout the day, we'll continue to hear these digital video trends broken down by the likes of um, NBCU and Roku. Um, one of the ones that I think is, is particularly relevant is Quantcast, who will be talking around some of their insights around the holidays we're about to enter a holiday season that we have never experienced uh, like we are in 2020. And so what are consumer behaviors around there and around um, charity donations? And so I think the day is just going to be jam-packed with great content. Um, but you're right in that we're ending with um, a session that I'm particularly excited about, which is the how news builds brands in uncertain times. Um, and so, Brad, I actually know you're quite involved in this session. Um, is there anything particularly exciting for that session that, that you're looking forward to? I cannot convey how excited I am about this data set. Uh, we've had for the last six months or so a News Saves Lives campaign where what we've been saying to our friends on the buy side is, hey, you got to support the news. Uh, we're living in times of crisis. People need reliable information journalists need to be able to do their work. Right? That is a, a moral argument. What we're able to do next week is make a business argument on top of that, which is not only is advertising within the news the right thing to do, it's the smart thing to do to build your business. And it's safe. So it's a, it's a huge set of findings. Uh, we're, we're blessed to have so many news organizations come to support us in this research, and we're premiering it Tuesday afternoon. So yes, I'm super excited about this uh, and we're going to have a robust conversation about it. Uh, let's move on to day two of REACH because that's uh, that's also very, very exciting. Tell us how it opens and, and what we can expect and, and how's day two different? Yeah, so day two will be focused more on that activation and measurement piece of the conversation. Um, I will give a plug just to uh, a pre-conference training that we're having around streaming TV. We are partnering with Hulu to put this on. Um, we will be covering everything from the evolution of television, from broadcast to cable to streaming TV. We will be talking about the terminology that folks need to know, um, as well as the audience opportunity that streaming TV provides to, to marketers. And that session will actually be closed out with Julie Jatoglia's um, head of research from Hulu, who will be sharing the latest insights from their research called Generation Stream. Um, so for anybody looking for kind of a more foundational overview of streaming TV or just wanting a refresher, that will be a perfect way to start the day. And this is in the morning, and this is called the Introduction to Streaming TV course. 
and it's before the kickoff of day two, which is on Wednesday. Exactly. Yes. And so get a little bit of education and training in before the day, and, and then we'll be off to the races with day two. And um, the one session that I will call out here, I had the um, opportunity to sit in on the prep call for the opening session, which will be all about brand responsibility. Um, I think it's going to be a great one that has perspectives from the marketers, the agencies, and the publishers involved. And really the idea behind this topic is, as we're talking about brand responsibility and diversity and inclusion, we're often talking about um, the front end items. You know, do we have diversity in our advertising? Do our companies reflect a diverse employer base? Um, what has been less talked about is the diversity on the back end. And if marketers are looking to reach diverse audiences, are they actually going about to invest in um, diverse owned publications? And a lot of the times the answer is no. And so in this session, they'll be discussing how to infuse this brand responsibility throughout your organization. And, and tactically, how do you achieve that through something that they're calling inclusion private marketplaces? And so there, I think we'll be tackling the high level as well as people will come and get some really um, specific pieces of advice for how to be more mindful of that moving forward. And I think we'll be digging into this sort of relatively newfangled notion of brand responsibility, which is akin to and related to corporate social responsibility, uh, you know, akin to and related to brand purpose, uh, but not entirely coextensive with those things. We also got some pre-validation uh, of this idea just the other day when Procter & Gamble came out uh, to talk about not only pulling back from the TV upfronts, but more importantly, I think, uh, and something that wasn't really the focus of the story, doubling down on working with minority-owned media and trying to uh, promote diversity with their media dollars. So this is a hot topic in the industry right now, and we'll be addressing it at the beginning of the show uh, on Wednesday. And then I think uh, we're ending with uh, with another panel that I think would be worth worth highlighting. Can you talk about the end of day uh, day two, please? Absolutely. We will be culminating the first two days with a panel um, entitled What Marketers Want. So we'll be hearing from a variety of partners and then we'll have an all marketer panel who will really be able to respond and say what's resonated with them and what they need during these times. Um, so we will have representatives from Coke, HP, and General Motors. What I think is interesting there is that they're in um, drastically different brand verticals and uh, you know, the global pandemic, the financial crisis, all of these things have impacted brand verticals very differently. And so to hear how each of them have had to adapt and change um, will be something to note. They'll be talking about what they need from their publisher partners and agency partners, what's exciting them coming up in the next 12 months, and, and conversely, what's keeping them up at night. Um, so I think that that will be a really nice capper to, to the two days of content that folks will have heard. It's actually three days and we're going to move on uh, to day three in just a moment. I just want to, before we let you go, uh, talk one more time about you know, the significance of streaming. Uh, and it's so complex. You know, we've seen all media consumption go up. Uh, we've seen uh, as people sort of run out of things to watch, they've watched everything that they can think to watch on, uh, on a Netflix, for example. Uh, and so we're seeing more and more exploration, uh, more and more hunger for new content. 
And because of the economic crisis, we're also uh, seeing a flowing of attention into fast, free ad-supported television, particularly uh, on the streaming side. And this is, I so I'm, I'm, I'm excited to hear how our big brand friends uh, at HP and General Motors and Coca-Cola are thinking about streaming, uh, particularly as they need to be capturing people in different ways and in different places. So uh, Nina Munoz, director of this Video Center of Excellence, thank you so much for joining us today on IB There. I'm going to say bye-bye to Nina and um, let's bring Zoe soon uh, onto the stream. Zoe is the vice president of the Consumer Experience Center of Excellence. Uh, we've had her here before, most recently talking about the podcast up front. Zoe, welcome back. I be there. Thanks for having me. So thank you for coming. So uh, we, we we just, you know, the, the stage, the microphones are not yet cool from uh, the podcast up front. And, and here we are, and we have another uh, uh, conference, uh, you know, most of day three of Reach is about audio. Um, so how, what's the difference? We, we were just at the podcast upfronts and now here we are with, with an audio focus day for reach. Talk to me about how we got from the upfronts uh, to, to this day three of reach. Good question, but they got, kind of go hand in hand, the two, the two events. So at the podcast upfront, buyers got to preview uh, original programming from the best of the best uh, and see there's a content discussion right so um what content talent and types of audiences do you want to see your brand next to what we're doing with the reach conference is the how so that it's a media conversation how do you scale that what data do you use what attribution strategies um so it's it's a really nice mix uh and also not to mention reach is about audio in general not just about podcasting so it's everything from spoken word to streaming and I think it's specifically worth talking about that because Tom Webster, who spoke uh, to open up the podcast Upfronts from Edison, who's just scintillating on the topic of, of, uh, of uh, audio, uh, is also opening up our audio day. But he's talking about different things this time. So tease that out for me a little bit. Like, how is what he's talking about different? Because what I really don't want is for people to miss the opportunity to hear this data because they think, well, I just heard this dude. A couple of weeks ago so he's talking about different stuff what is it right so for those who aren't familiar with tom he's the audio guru he works with edison research they do um the share of ear and infinite dial studies uh at podcast upfront he presented a, a on the podcast landscape and what he's going to do at the reach conference is broaden that lens and talk about audio at large, the audio landscape. So we're going to cover streaming, which we didn't cover as much in, in the podcast upfront um, and updates to his research. So I, I think it's definitely a great, a great keynote to set the scene and open the day out with. And what other, uh, what other sessions are you excited about for the uh, day three, the audio day? So there, um, I mean, there, are, there are lots that I'm excited about. Uh, we have Megaphone doing a session on best creative practices, which I think right now audio is just booming. Um, and we've seen in COVID, despite COVID, it's had a 14.7% growth year over year. So I think the brands that get into audio now and, and refine their, their audio strategy while the landscape is relatively uncluttered and affordable um, will really win. So learning how to do a creative strategy on, on audio, I think we would be 
really beneficial to anyone listening. Um, also really interested to see Stitch's presentation. Uh, they're looking at host rate ads. So one of the benefits of, of podcasting, ads in podcasting, is the halo effect that you get. Um, the hosts are almost like mini influencers. So when they read about an ad, people trust them already and it kind of has this halo effect on the product or service that they're advertising. Uh, so Stitches have gone and done some original research to look at just exactly, you know, to quantify what this lift is and, and how it's effective. So I think that'll be really interesting to see. Uh, and then also really interested to see at the end of the day, we have our CEO, David Cohen, wrapping up with some agency leads from Dentsu and Horizon, uh, talking about what they're most excited about. So I think it will be really nice to hear from the buy side what sang to them the most in the day. And so I think uh, uh, just to, to kind of try to pull this one step back, what's exciting about the third day of Reach and how it complements the podcast upfronts is that if the podcast upfronts were about the content, uh, Reach is really about finding the audience. And the media mix for audio is complex because on the one hand, yes, you're absolutely right. Host reads uh, are have more impact but they also don't necessarily scale as immediately as some other forms of uh, audio uh, advertising. And so coming up with the right media mix and the right strategy to get uh, the kind of the super acceleration of a host read, but then to combine that with other forms of audio uh, advertising, as well as the rest of your media plan, uh, that's what we're hoping to really empower our buy side friends to do um, next week. So it's uh, the, the two of them together, uh, are exciting and and we do have a, an audio committee uh, that continues to meet so this is this is of no no small interest to us uh, here at the IAB right um, and this is so, so much oh, I'm so sorry please please keep please no, no, no. I was just going to say uh, to your point with scale now's the time where we're really seeing scale in audio so like Nina mentioned you also get that incremental reach because people are turning to smart speakers uh, to reduce screen time. So I think it's a great time to be having the conversation. And also just to the, the digital assistant uh, smart speaker question, we're just seeing more and more people access more and more information by, by asking for it, asking uh, the, the Google assistant or Siri or Alexa or, uh, you know, Bixby. Uh, there are so many Cortana uh, and, and all of these are audio first environments. And so the opportunities for, advertisers to uh, insert themselves into that interactive stream is profound and only growing. So it's it's a very exciting space to be in. Um, we've got one more event to talk about. So Zoe Soon, thank you so much for joining us. We'll have you back soon. Uh, if we can bring, please, Eric John into the stream. We're going to talk about the video leadership event. Eric is the senior director of the Digital Video Center of Excellence. Eric, welcome back to IAB there. Thank you. Excited! This is an exciting day, just uh, just before Audience Week launches, and uh, it's going to be an amazing build. And uh, I look forward to sharing what's going to happen at the end because this is uh, this is really where the promise of IAB serving as the as the forum for collaboration really is going to take place um, for the video ecosystem. But uh, let's kick it off. 
So the video, unlike the REACH conference, the Video Leadership Summit is something that has existed for quite some time. The difference is uh, that this year it's virtual, that instead of everybody flying to Carlsbad, which uh, you know we would do if we were allowed to leave our homes, uh, instead we're going to be convening virtually. So how how's it been to, to convert this formerly face-to-face -face event into a virtual event? <laughs> Well, I think like for everybody in our industry, it's it is a ongoing experiment. I we always refer to Video Leadership Summit now in its fifth year as the room where it happens. This year, it's the Zoom where it happens. I think the uh, <laughs> what is, you know the, the 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 gather the the place we're gathering has changed, but the mission remains the same, and that is to uh, we we bring together the the leaders in the in the video ecosystem the publishers, the tech enablers and data and data providers with the brands and the buyers, the senior most players in the space. And this is where in a, in a kind of safe space, we um, unpack the real issues that, um, that everyone is facing to make the promise, especially of streaming and CTV play out. And uh, you know, as Nina shared in the beginning that we're in this extraordinary moment where audience behavior has shifted so extraordinarily, um, streaming is is now mainstream, and um, you know brands and buyers have woken up to the fact that if they're not in this future iteration of television, they're not going to reach their audiences. They're not going to be able to connect with the future consumers or even many of their current consumers who are cutting the cord. And so, a lot of the conversation at Video Leadership Summit will be. What is it going to take to make that marketplace uh, more transactional? How are we going to address issues of, of the privacy and addressability that, that, uh, that are a push-pull factor in, uh, in, in, in the future of addressability? And I think the, um, at the end of the day, our mission is to come away with a short list of things that IB can really focus on, that companies can work together on, that they can't do on their own. And uh, so that's really the mission of, of Video Leadership Summit is to uh, gather the troops and figure out what can we work on to really push the industry forward. I, I can't tell you how much I love the Zoom where it happens um, and uh, <laughs> as, a, as a phrase. And, uh, you know, both uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda and John Bolton, uh, somewhere they sat up for some reason, not knowing why. Um, I, I want to just lean in for a moment, which is, it's not like this happened suddenly on one day in in, uh, in in early October. You've been working with the industry through a series of gatherings uh, throughout the summer uh, that are then culminating in the Video Leadership Summit. Uh, so summit in the sense of like, like when you're summiting, climbing a mountain, uh, there's been a long climb. So can you talk a little bit about some of the earlier gatherings uh, and how this all leads to VLS on uh, a week from today. Yeah. So if you, if you uh, remember back in uh, early spring, um, Randall Rothenberg and David Cohen, our new CEO, um, came out with a, uh, an article that really called for a new way to think about the video marketplace. You know, the pandemic had forced a rethinking of what the upfronts are and, and might be going forward. And, and in a sense, we took that moment to, to rethink what the key issues were. And so we had over the, over the summer, a series of workshops to unpack the issues around, uh, you know, the future of the marketplace, use of automation, terms and conditions, 
um, how creative and content need to evolve to, uh, to become more relevant for consumers. And so we've distilled out of those conversations with, again, with many leader, uh, senior leaders in the space, a short list of things that we want to put in front of our, our, our gathering uh, at Video Leadership Summit. And in a sense, the television campaign underpins a lot of what we've been doing in the video center all along. And it will become increasingly the, uh, the public face of the outcome for our initiatives going forward. Uh, so this is really, uh, I think, uh, this is where a, a, a public campaign and a lot of internal conversations are coming together. We call it television because it's envisioning the future of what television and, and digital video will become. Well, it's, uh, it's going to be uh, an exciting week uh, across the entire audience week, which is not only the REACH conference, uh, but also the Video Leadership Summit. So uh, I'm going to leave you to it because you've got a lot of work to do between now and, uh, and next week. Eric, John, thank you so much for joining us on IB there, and I'll see you shortly. Thank you. All right. So let me, uh, let, let me just make sure uh, that we actually have all the information that you can possibly need. Uh, on the 29th of September, next Tuesday, we're going to kick off Audience Week. It is a week of programming comprised of two companion events, the REACH Conference and the Video Leadership Summit, as you've just heard. At the REACH Conference, media plant buyers and planners will get the insights they need to kick off the 2021 planning cycle with media plans that perform in a time of change. The week was culminating, as you just heard, in the Video Leadership Summit, which is an invite-only gathering to discuss the challenges facing business leaders in the digital video space. You can get more information uh, at iab.com slash events, as well as the link that we have at the bottom of the screen, iab.com slash reach. Do not forget that we are super grateful to our friends at Hulu, and we're excited about uh, this course they're teaching on Wednesday, which is the morning of day two of the REACH conference. This is Hulu's Introduction to Streaming TV course, free to the industry. It is a high-level course that is designed to teach you about the complicated and evolving streaming TV landscape. You will be able to develop a foundational knowledge of the video and streaming TV landscape. Identify key streaming TV consumption and ad trends, understand the different types of creative opportunities, and gain insights about Hulu's customer research report, Generation Stream. Uh, if you go to ib.com slash events, you can learn more. Go there, look for the Reach Conference. Thank you so much for joining us. IAB there will be returning the week of October 6th after the conclusion of Audience Week. IAB there is a production of the Interactive Advertising Bureau. Our show today was produced by Connor Healy, Joe Ons, John Ward, and Carrie Villanueva. I'm Brad Behrens, Editor-in-Chief here at the Interactive Advertising Bureau. Thank you so much for joining us. Have a fantastic weekend. and We'll see you all back here the week after next. Bye-bye, everybody.
Thank you.